Hello and welcome to the latest uh, episode of the Daily Records Off The Record podcast. Myself, Keith Jackson, my pal David McCarthy. I have to tell you, today's guest we are really excited about. He needs a man that needs no introduction. It is Gordon Strachan, former manager of Celtic, Scotland, Aberdeen, Cup, Cup Winners Cup hero, the lot. Um, but this is a little bit different this week, Gordon, because what we're going to do is uh, we're focusing on the events that are about to unfold at Hamden this weekend when uh, Rangers and Celtic will go head to head in the Scottish Cup semi-final, which is largely building up as, as you know, one of the, the games of the season. Um, and, you know, you have an in-depth knowledge of this particular fixture, of what it feels like to be at the heart of it. And uh, I, I just wonder, Gordon, if, if you could take us in behind the, the curtains on it and, and, you know, say five days to go before one of these matches, does the pressure start weighing down on the manager? How, how, how does it begin to feel? Do you start to feel that tension build early in the week? No, I think once you get to the... It's probably... There's a point where you finish whatever game you, you've been playing, then you have mm-hmm. a day where you think, oh, it's coming up, the old firm game. So you've probably got a day to reflect on that. And that's the day where you're probably a wee bit um, weary. You're, you're, it's at that point you think, I wish that the game was finished now. I knew the result was going to happen for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm going to be in a job. Um, <laughs> Um, how many people are waiting for me outside the stadium when the game's finished? <laughs> so you put all that together and you think, right, okay, there's, a, there's, a, there's an escape route out of that stadium that nobody can see me, you know. Um, but then when the actual training starts, it's fun. It's good mm-hmm. fun. You, you take on the uh, challenge, no matter what the... Uh, listen, well, it's Michael Beale, Ange, no matter, and, and Angie's Celtic have come out the best in the last couple, but Michael Beal, I can assure you right now, is convinced that he's got to win the game of football. Mm-hmm. That's the way you feel. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't feel that way. If you um, don't feel that way, Gordon, I'm guessing you're in the wrong job. Uh, oh, I don't know. It depends, it depends on your, your, your players you've got and how the form they're in and all the rest of it. Um, and it's not just a kind of let's put the form out the window sort of thing for Michael Beale at the moment. I think if you look at it in general, apart from this, the Rangers one, I mean, he's probably the most successful manager the Rangers have had in terms of initial mm-hmm. run in the league. It's phenomenal. But I'm afraid you, you, you know, your, your status is only by a number of wins. You know, I keep saying that the only collateral in football is winning games at games of football. It's only collateral. It doesn't matter whether you've got the best hospitality, best this, the best that, commercial manager. It doesn't matter. You have to win games of football, but more so in the Celtic Rangers game. It's the only yeah. collateral you've got um, because that's the only thing the fans want is to win the game of football. Don't tell me how you've got to win it. Don't tech talk to me as a fan what you've got to do, what your plans are, how good the football's got to be. Just win the game of football. That's all I'm interested in. You're um, sorry, sorry, carry on. No, carry on, David. I just listened. I was just going to, I was just going to ask you, you're obviously, you know, you're not a Glaswegian, um, for Edinburgh and whatnot, but and you had a vast, vast experience, you know, all over the place in your playing career and management career. But did the intensity when you got there and went in the door, did the intensity of the old firm still come as a surprise to? A guy, even with your experience in football, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, 
if, if you just take the job in general, David, uh, you, you know so much of the uh, because it, I'd, I had uh, many disasters before I got to my first old firm Celtic Rangers game. And, <laughs> you know, I was on the ropes by the time I got the first one. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I. Uh, I did. I just, I thought the, uh, the, uh, it was different. I, I thought I was ready for most things in football, but I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't ready for the scrutiny, uh, everything else that goes with it, uh, the intrusion in your life, blah, 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 the intensity. So it was, it was, it, it can, it could, it blows you away, really, until you get lucky. I had Tommy Burns beside me to kind of take my hand through it, <laughs> hold my hand. Um, Matter of fact, he had to explain to me one day uh, the first old firm game. Um, I think we were <laughs> two nothing then. And um, I heard this song, Chesney, Chesney, what's the score? <laughs> so I'm looking a bit going, what's all that? But, you know, I really should have been concentrating on the game at the time, but I just thought this was a train. <laughs> it's Chesney, Chesney, what's the score? And if you watch it, so I, I gave Tom a shout. I said, Tommy, what are they shouting about? And the Tommy just went, they're talking about you, you're Chesney. Who's Chesney? He said, he explained, it was a guy for coordination. Street. Ah, fine. Good. We scored the goal just after that, so Chesney was quite pleased just for a couple of seconds. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, it's amazing when the game starts. You know, I was talking about the, the build-up. It's, I think the build-up's quite enjoyable, apart from the press conference, because you have a press conference and you, and you try to make sure that you do not antagonise the other side. Because you know you don't want to give them anything because managers will use anything to to inspire the players or wind up the players or whatever. So that's uh, the only part of it. Uh, you, 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 uh, then you get to the stage where on the, the day before the game you think, bring it on, I'm ready now, mm-hmm. you know. And this is the motions you go through, and then you wake up on the Saturday mo- the, the morning of the game thinking, wow, this is horrible again. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> you sat there for three hours thinking, I've picked a right team. What happens if this happens? What will I do if that happens? Da 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 da. And that's a long period. But as soon as you get into the, the stadium, you think, right, here we go again. You're right, the players. So there's a roller coaster of emotions in that. So you talk to the players good, and then they go out for this half an hour warm up, and you're sitting yourself again with these thoughts in your mind. What happens if that happens? What if he does that? Da, da, da. And then when the game itself starts, wonderful. The challenge is there. You get on with it. And you're, you're, you're literally, most of the time, oblivious to what's going on. Could, could you, was there ever a, 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 in the, the build-up to one of these games, Gordon, where you felt the players weren't quite right? But when you're, you're trying to do stuff on the, on the training field and you feel... They're not training freely. There's there's a pressure on them. There's a bit, you've got to watch. Sometimes you think the, you think your players are spot on, and you think yes, I've got it, and then they're useless, and then sometimes you think oh, it's just and then they're perfect. There's there's no the, the signs. If you ask most managers, you can never really sniff it. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you could probably during, during the week sniff if they're confident in the game and what to do. But the, that initial bit just before you go out, you think these are ready and then they play rotten <laughs> and then vice versa. So you can, you can never really get it spot on. Um, but it, it, it's, it's a game where your true character comes out. That's for sure. 
and uh, for all the talking we do but propaganda before the games and we talk about confidence and ready to go it means nothing really until you're on the pitch and you mm -hmm. find that people's true characters on the pitch um, I play with many who scream and shout before the game in the dressing room and get out and just go whoosh nothing <laughs> and once you sit there sometimes and say nothing and their character comes out on, on the pitch yeah, and, and it's character because it's usually crunch sorry David it's usually crunch times you know we had to play Rangers twice in two weeks to win the league that's right uh, and the, you can tell whether their characters at that point the, 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 the bravery on the ball and things like that um, if, I remember, so, if I remember Gordon that was the, the, the game that was the second game I think and it was at Celtic Park and I think in the first 10 seconds was it Barry Robson went into one on Christian Daly, a real crunch right in the middle of the park, and he just thought Celtic are on this. That you know that it was just it was just sometimes it's the first tackle, wasn't it in games like this? Yeah, well, well, trust me, that wasn't planned. Um, <laughs> that was just Barry being Barry, and actually when he did it, I thought, oh no, he's getting sent off. You know, I, did, I honestly thought, oh, that's what you're doing, Baz. Because when you, you go out and say to the boost, right, okay, the the team who loses their discipline. And it gets too emotional, we'll lose this game. That's mm -hmm. a factor, mm -hmm. you know. And um, and I thought, great, because sometimes you can wind them up too much, mm -hmm. you know. And Barry just went, and, it, and it's, it's, come, it's come across. I went, oh, oh, <laughs> right. How are we got to play with ten men now? You know, <laughs> ten seconds in. Oh, that was a beauty. Thank you, ref. Um, <laughs> Who were the guys, Gordon, that, that really came alive in these fixtures? In, in your time, who who in particular? Um, well, it, it, it's crazy it because it's it's it, 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 there's, there's people who relish it and they, they, the Neil Lennons and things like that and and what have you. They, they, they were used to that, uh, but it's amazing how people. Some people like even Gary Colbo, We think, well, he was always cool. And if you think about it, when he, he made the goal and beat them, whatever it's did the second game that calm, collect, putting passes in where he didn't rush it, so. That's that's a, there's a bravery there as well. You know, you've got your body charging into people, and Gary Cole will be cool, calm, and collect. But you never know where your stars are going to be um, on the day. But the, the 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 thing about this game is, I think you set it to be like most games um, because there's got to be a point in it where, where some most players are going to have a bad spell, and mm. it's how we deal with that bad spell. Um, do you get is it too much for you? Just go right, okay. I'm not having a good day, but I'm going to be a, a good teammate. And being a good teammate is a runabout, close down. I don't get emotional. Uh, I don't crash into people unless you're lucky and get away with it like Baz was. Um, <laughs> you know, so that, that there's, it, it depends who the, 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 the stars are on the day. You know, people, they're unseen heroes. There's mm -hmm. ones who are not playing that well, but maybe their mental strength stays at 8 out of 10. Mm -hmm. So that means that you, you, if he's the lowest, the rest of the players don't fall below him. And you mm -hmm. might get somebody on the other side whose mental strength goes to five and they kind of crumble that way. So it's sometimes the most important person is the, is the one who's not playing that well, but being disciplined, being with the team and not getting emotional. You know, mm -hmm. I talked about emotional. I said the first game I, I did, which maybe is wrong, I showed videos to experienced players of what goes wrong in the old firm games, getting sent off, losing the games, 
getting you know try to try to pacify your your support by crashing into tackles and the fans go whoa great i mean he's getting a yellow card or booking and right. and, the, and the, the, the guy who's uh uh, get sent off. He's waving it to the Celtic fans. Oh, well done! We're doing the ten men. You're waving it them. Smart and thank you. Um, so the first game I did it was I said that and I did this video the night before, and Alan Thompson got sent off in thirty minutes. <laughs> so you got all right. Well done with that video. That was a waste of time. Um, and then I get in his dressing room after the game, and you can hear from the outside at the the Ibrox Stadium. The fans are shouting in. You're getting sacked in the morning, all that kind of stuff. So you can hear this, you know, people throwing things at the window after the game. And I said, well, how are you, how are you, you know, how are you meant to win a game when you're getting sent off and you're doing to 10 men against a strong ranger side, you're away from home, how are you meant to do that? And we get one player sent off. And I heard this voice for the corner. Uh, we've got two sent off. When? When did, <laughs> when did, when did somebody else get sent off? <laughs> and then he went, I got sent off coming up the tunnel. Oh, that's not so bad then, isn't it? At least you played the game. At least you played the game. Then got sent off. <laughs> well disciplined, Lenny. I mean, <laughs> was was there any of these? I mean, talk to the different managers. They have different kind of thoughts on them. A lot of managers say, "Can he really enjoy these games? You can enjoy them once it's done if you've a good result and all that." But actually, during the cut and thrust during the ninety minutes. Did I don't know. I, 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 I was never kind of liked it, disliked it. It was just that was it. Mm -hmm. It was just that you had to focus on it. You know, you didn't have much time to dislike or like. You had to concentrate. And, and there was never a game, I think we got beat four with them once. There was never when a game ran away that you think you had this 10 minutes at the end of the game to think they were always there or thereabouts with 10 minutes to go. Um, so uh, I, I never got to know enjoy the game. Uh, mm. The only one was probably when they beat us 4-1, I think, um, at uh, Celtic Park. When yeah. The last, <laughs> the last um, 10 minutes, I think, right, okay, there's an interview coming up here. What do we say? What can I say to make me not look like an idiot here? Uh, <laughs> and you could never find an answer to that because no matter what happens, you're getting it if you get beat 4-1, which is understandable. It's what, about, what, what about after games like that, Gordon? Because it, the, the city's temperature runs high, doesn't it, for, for in the immediate aftermath of this? What, what, yeah, I mean, but the, the, the funny thing about it is uh, a, when you settle down, it's funny enough, the initial contact is with the, the coaches from the other side. Mm -hmm. um, and funny enough that Walt and myself would always sit together because whether one lose or draw, we'd sit in the corner um, uh, and get away from it because whether, whether he won or whether I won or that, nobody knew how, how we felt. Not our second commands, not our coaches, not our goalkeeping coaches, not anybody that come into the office knew how we felt. And we always had this thing, we, we, it was never patronising. Mm -hmm. It was like a detached conversation away for everybody else and uh, Bunsy used to look after them or the, uh, the Durantes and McCoys and all that and they sit and talk and yeah yeah and, and Bunsy was brilliant because Bunsy would be great well done lads fantastic game all the rest of it good luck to you and da 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 and as soon as they went to the door Tom would go never liked that mob in my life to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's 
In terms yeah. even of just getting up the road, you know, I mean, you incidents at petrol stations and all that, I'm not sure they were directly after. Uh, I'm not sure. But one, one was after, yeah, one was after. Um, well, that was the first one. Well, it was, I, was, I, was, uh, I just found out it was Chesney. And uh, <laughs> life must be that great. And I, this kid was singing a... Uh, I was I was having my mother-in-law and my, my wife in the car. I was filling up at Broadwell service station. And, uh, and the guy, the, the kid, he was about 12, and he was shouting things for his car one day, and his dad was filling up the petrol. And he thought, his dad thought this was hilarious. He was singing mm. about the score, singing about me, singing about Chesney again, which I got at that point. I knew who Chesney was. Uh, and, and he kept, and his language was poor. Mm-hmm. And his dad was standing laughing, pulling on me. So I looked at the kid, and I went at this kid, and I was, I do feel sorry for you, son. The wee boy looked at me and I said, I said, I don't blame you for all this. I blame the moron who brought you up. <laughs> and his dad went, he raised into me. Hey, you're this, you're that. And I, I said, just a second. I'm just uh, pulling up pedal here. You started it with you and your son. So it all kicked off there. And that's the only time, really, I've been bothered in Glasgow, to be honest. Well, with the, uh, with, uh, on the say that, you know, people talk about, you know, the hostility and it. I wasn't bad. Maybe it's just because they felt sorry for millions of supporters, but they were, it wasn't too bad. Um, On the basis that every day is a school day, I take it that was the first and last time you went in an old firm game with half a tank of petrol? No, it was, it was the day after. It was the day <laughs> after. Uh, uh, to be fair, I didn't want to go out, but I had to go and get some petrol or I wouldn't have got to train the next again, did um, Because you don't want to go anywhere after the game. You don't want no. anybody... To, to say anything, patronise you, just leave me on my own, and I can deal with this myself. You know, mm-hmm. I have to deal with the hurt that I've got. You have to deal with it yourself. You know, even mm-hmm. your wife can't help you, and you know the rest. Of it. Like, okay, that was very nice of you, in, but nah, you can't help me. I've just got to suffer here until <laughs> um, until we win a game of football again. You know. So, what's back Gordon to what you were you're talking about in the in the your office after after these games. I think a lot of people will find that it's something that's, that's quite illuminating that, that the managers, despite the intensity, the heat of that battle, yeah. will still go in and you'll be probably even more than civil because you you and Walter obviously had a greater respect for each other than just being civil with each other, if you understand what I mean. But... Yeah, how I mean, was that never really awkward at times? Not at all. A big flashpoint during the game. We all had an empathy for each other. We knew what the circumstances were. We knew what how your week would go after that. We had an empathy, and it's just like myself and Alec. Alec McLeese was a manager. Um, We we um, we went out for a meal when I first got to Celtic, and uh, we went out, and you could see people looking at you, and then we decided after that. We can't do that again. <laughs> you know how much, how much I like you know the rest of it, and we like each other's fans. We just can't do this again because we're actually sitting at a table, looking at each other, and smiling mm-hmm. and talking about the times and doing all this. Known thing well that one of us has got to get the sack. Mm-hmm. One of us has got to go. One of us' lifestyle's got to change, and it's not going to be good, and it's not going to be funny, and it's got to be agony for us. So mm-hmm. you know. But we do have an empathy, um, and I, I did that with, with, with the managers. 
and only only the managers can have an empathy because you don't really know what it's like. As I said, to you you have an eye, you have a, you think you know what it's got to be like, but you don't really, you don't, you, you don't really know what's going to be like. That's really. That, I've got to say that for all the stuff that you know, the darker moments that. I wouldn't have changed it for the world because it makes you, if you can deal, I think if you can deal with the Celtic and Rangers thing and come out reasonably saying you can go anywhere in the world and manage, <laughs> seriously, you can do anything. It's, it's funny It's funny you, you've mentioned that because that is a fact of the matter, isn't it, Gordon, that in this city, in this particular city, in this particular rivalry, you can be doing an excellent job as a manager. See if the other guys do better. Then you're screwed. <laughs> you're screwed. This conversational Michael Beale had that. I, I don't know how many wins in the top, which is phenomenal, you know. But it doesn't count. No, it doesn't. The football world for people, people look at Michael and go, "Well done, Michael. That's great." And I can see what you've done. You've changed it back to the system that you like. Mm-hmm. You've taken, you've taken it from Geo's kind of thing with the white guys. You've got Brian Kent going back in, allowing Barisets to go there. And we can see the job you're doing. You've got a nice setup when you're defensively. You're beating everybody else. Unfortunately, you're just not getting it. So we have to ask questions. We don't mm. really want to do it because we actually know you're doing a good job. But we'll have ask questions anyway. You know. Yeah, it's um, unfair, isn't it? That 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 one is unfair. And, and, is. and as you said, with you and Alex, and it doesn't matter how good your own individual job is. If they're doing just that little bit better, if they get better players. You're not going to last, and that's just a, a yeah. fact of life. I, I don't know if there's a luck factor comes into it now and then, or you can have something like great goalies over the years. If you look at Andy Gore or you look at Boric, they, they, they've you know goalies come in here, and um, I don't know. You, you might tell me, has it been great go- goalkeeping performances in the old firm that have saved them recently? It's, it's it's you know it's because if you think about the borders and the forums and you know you're, you're usually going oh Jesus you know uh, so that's <clears> an unusual one I've not seen goalkeeping I've seen I've seen good goalkeepers but have, have we seen goalkeeper and I'm not saying they're throwing the ball in the back of the head you know, but just the wonder days when the goalie comes out and starts. I think I think Gordon there was one where McGregor saved some Lee Griffiths at Ibrooks which is a save that he's got no right to make and I, I, right. I'm right I think Rangers won that game and that's probably the last example, might, actually. Might think be, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's, so, so look, looking forward to 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 this final. Um, yes, yeah, so well, it does feel like a final, though, doesn't it? I mean, I, I know that's been very disrespectful, but it feels like a final. Uh, I think this is a winner takes all semi final. Um, when you look forward to it, really difficult to analyze before a ball's been kicked. Mm-hmm. But where do you think this game will be? Will be won and lost, Gordon? We're tactically, well, it's it's not going to change with Ange. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's what you're getting, which is great for the players because it's no confusion. Um, I I, I didn't do that um, for big games like that. I, I, I'd have my tactics, but then now and then you see something like we play in the League Cup final. Uh, against Rangers, and normally we play Samaras and Jan Gary Hesselink, two mm-hmm. big guys. But then I realised that David Weir, the other centre half, can't remember his name. I'm very sorry about that. We can bring it up. I thought they're comfortable playing there too. But I, I played McGeady and McDonald up front, just to run about everywhere and, and yeah. be a loser, and, and that worked too. But the thing with Ange is that's it. That's what you're getting. 
Uh, and you probably think Michael and the way we look at is, is probably think how do we stop this? And funny enough, and uh, when most people play against Celtic, they're now going right. How do we stop this? We even had uh, a friendly game against Celtic. Be there, and our coaches, the young coaches, are saying, "How do we stop this?" These mm-hmm. moving in, and we discussed that. And um, so we had a plan, and but fortunately, you can't play thirteen players. And <laughs> so <laughs> we filled all the spaces, and it's uh, but uh, it's it's all about being better players, actually, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, those systems, if you look at it, Celtic got beat with Real Madrid and these teams. But there's probably overall the better players are in their teams. That's what makes yeah. a difference. Players mm-hmm. will make a difference, that's for sure. But the system that Angie's got is, uh, is wonderfully exciting. Michael's got to go, right, let's tweak it a bit. But I wouldn't change that much from his way attacking because I think there's enough in there to cause havoc so you don't want you think right okay spend my five days how to stop Celtic you know I think that'd be a negative way then I think and, and Michael's clever enough to go right okay this is how we attack Celtic this is what we do when they get the ball back but when they've got it this is what we do so it like I think it probably for that um Michael will be 80% attacking 20% defending whereas here we go. I'm not saying they don't defend. They're far from it. They defend from the front. But it's week in, week out, the same thing with Ange. So yeah. it's, it, it's great for the players that they're never going to... Uh, have to change. They don't have to change. It's not going to affect them. Um, so it's wonderful that you can do that. And it's wonderfully brave that you can do that as a, as a manager. A wonderful did, you, did you see signs, Gordon, in that last game at Celtic Park where... Rangers off the ball seem to improve in the terms of the pressing and, and not allowing Celtic the time to dictate, getting over, you know, Callum McGregor, shutting him down, shutting the, the roots down. I thought there was a, quite a bit of that in that match, which is probably a decent blueprint. I think what Rangers lacked was what they did on the ball. Yeah, but even in the, um, the game previous to that, at um, the cup final, was it cup final? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when people were yeah. really disappointed with Rangers, but if you, if you look at it, and I say, well, okay, they didn't do much, but I think I may be wrong. I think part of the forty-first, forty-second minute, Celtic only had two attempts on goal at that point. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it, you know, it wasn't it that bad as people may do. And I, I was at the game, I was doing the game. I think people around about me thought, oh, Rangers are not doing much, not doing that, but there wasn't much going on in the game. Full stop. I thought it was a poor game, that one. Yeah, it, but there wasn't much going on. For me, it was interesting to watch the, the way that, that they went about it, you know, um, Rangers. Uh, but I just thought that, and, and I think the general opinion was quite right, but after about 40 minutes, 35 minutes, that Rangers in the middle of the park, in particular, because a couple of boys had not played many games, ran out of legs. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, so it wasn't a... I don't think it was a, a disaster by any means. Big people made it to be this ridiculous disaster. I didn't think that with Rangers. I think that the, the shape was decent. I just thought they ran out with, with legs. We had about eight minutes to go from half time. Then Celtic, I, I think, got a chance then. Um, so um, I didn't think it was that bad at all. So I don't think they're too far away, Rangers. But just like in, in football, 
that uh, fitness is a big factor, huge factor. Mm -hmm. It's okay, how long can you stay with Celtic at that level? Right. You know? And then, yeah. if you've not got that fitness, if you, as I said to you, with, with eight minutes to go, if you look at the, the fitness of one or two in the middle of the park with Rangers, that's when that Celtic started to grow. Mm -hmm. so there's a fitness thing. Then there's an individual thing, people taking people on. They're yeah. problem solvers. Well, mm -hmm. Clark, Yota, people like that, taking people on. So the, the responsibility is, whose Rangers got to take people on? And, you know, we'll get, you've got Ryan Kent. Um, you've got people like that. Uh, the other lad that plays up, Salaka or something like that. Sakala. Sakala. Yeah. They, they've got pace. They can beat people. So everybody has a special ability, right? Uh, Lynch somebody strong, passes the ball, da 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 And it's simple. And... Um, Jota, what do you do? I'll beat people. We'll beat people then. That's your job. These people up the back, they head the ball, crash into tackles, cut their head, whatever. Your job is to beat people and take a tackle. And the same with Ryan Kent and people like that. Mm -hmm. Your job is to beat people. Jokes, Steen used to say that. Is it basically to me in front of a big crowd of players with Sunes and all these boys, is it fair to say, we man, if you're not beating people, making chances, and they're used to us? And look at that. <laughs> I suppose you've got a point there, haven't you? Everybody in the room looked to me like that. And I'm going, I suppose he's right. It is. It's quite simple. The words that Joe says are really simple. You, you've got a job to do. You know, the defenders can have to tackle, put their head in front of it. You as forwards have to beat people and make things happen. And that's, right. that's the hardest job, by the way. It's the by the way. That is the hardest job. Would you have fancied it in that Hamden pitch? Because, see, for me, I, I, I felt the pitch really undermined the quality of that, the final. And I'm hoping it's in better net for this one because I, I'm really hoping for a showpiece between yeah. these two. If, you, if you've seen the ball at uh, Man City by Munich last night, and that's super yeah. stuff. It's the ball zooms across the pitch. And also as a player, there's a bit of, there's a bit of traction in these pitches. I think mm -hmm. at Hamden, there's less attraction than mm. you do in these top pitches. So the ball moves a bit slower and actually running with it is a wee bit harder because it's a, it's, a, it's a, I walked in, it's a spongy sort of surface. But the game, the, the one you seen last night was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. is that about? Right. Another thing for the, the semi-final, Gordon, is that obviously it's another 50-50 split of the fans. Um, yeah. What's your take on the, the, the situation? Um, you know, when in your day... When you went to Ibrox, you had seven and a half thousand Celtic fans behind mm -hmm. one goal, um, and it just added to the spectacle, didn't it? Would you know it would be great to, if they could get back to that kind of thing? Because do you feel it takes away from the spectacle when you've not got that? There's uh, the colour, yeah, the noise. But what's in the noise at times is 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 hugely disappointing. Yeah, I think we'd agree with that. That's the problem. Um, do you protect the rest of the world from that? Uh, that 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 nonsense we have to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd like to see the noise coloured back, but they want to see the songs, uh, the historic songs. They want to see that back. They they really want to hear that. Maybe no. They want to have people fighting in the streets and saying that. You know, I don't know. So there there is pros and cons for this. You mm -hmm. know. But I will never get it right. 
And it's funny, and it reminds me going, um, I was in the World Cup and I was with uh, Gus Poirier and Ian Wright and we're at an Argentina game. I can't remember who they're playing, but the atmosphere is wonderful. I mean, wonderful. And then Gus Poirier said to me, he says, it might sound, it might, it might look good, or something, <laughs> but what they're saying is horrendous. <laughs> to any Spanish people, people around the world, you know, this is absolutely horrendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I worry about that. Uh, that's the kind of worry I, I, I worry about that. Right. Well, look, we'll, we'll wrap but this. I say that is the, the best spectacle in, in football, I think. The, the, the atmosphere is incredible. I mean, I, I, we, even if you're sitting in the press box, Gordon, at, at one of these matches, you can feel it building up from your feet. You know, course, but if you've taken a guest along or something like that, and they go, oh, there's a disappointment. If you actually know the, the, what, the you, what you're hearing, yeah. but saying mm-hmm. that you get that the Man United, the Leeds, Liverpool, and all that now, this, this, uh, the, yeah, the, the, you know, the tragedy nonsense now. Mm-hmm. So it's not just confined to Celtic and, and Rangers. Um, yeah. but as I say to it, is it, it, I've got to say that it is, it's great for the brand in Scotland that game if you just take away the nonsense that you're hearing. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was a pity we just didn't have some sort of button that when that went off, we could electrocute everybody singing that. You know, <laughs> press a button, you've got someone on the list that electrocutes you. The noise and colour is great, but shut up. <laughs> right, listen to the last one on this before the, the semi final. Oh, talk about my career now. Yes, that's <laughs> what I want to talk about. So, but before we do that, go on. That was. Before we do that. Can you would you give us a prediction? What where do you see this one going? Give, give us your prediction for how it plays out. Semi final. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh listen, obviously I want Celtic to win. Yeah, there's a family thing involved here as well. And uh, there's a family <laughs> thing. Uh but I've got to say, I think that the the, the, the teams that are, I said the last time it's it's I think it's been to you, Keith, it's not often you get two teams on the semi-final, getting together and being so close in terms of results mm-hmm. building up. Yeah. Celtic have got this this in the background now that they've, they've, they've won the, the recent encounters, which is terrific. But I don't think Rangers, actually, I don't think Rangers as a club, as a, as a, as a team, feel inferior to Celtic. Which, which is fine. We all know that. But they all say that before it. But I generally don't think they do feel inferior. Mm. Um, and I do think they can get a result. But I think Celtic, and just at the moments where you need an individual bit of flair, I think there's a bit more there in the Celtic squad than there is in the Rangers squad of changing games. Yeah, And maybe that wee bit of fitness level, which uh, they've got, uh, and saying that, it's, they're not at home where the boss come flying in left, right, and centre. Um, mm. So uh, it's interesting. It's really interesting game, but I'll take Celtic to win, obviously. They've obviously got a wee guy that scored five goals in the last three games against Rangers as well. He's he's pretty impressive, Kyogo, is he not? He's he's everything I like about a striker. Um, he's not the biggest, but his first thought is how they're getting behind you. When the first three, the first thought is how they're getting behind you. I'm going behind you, no matter what happens. Mm. And if you if you go back the way, there'll be space to play in, in between the lines. 
so uh, I love the, the the mentality. Then that's the that's the thing that uh, Angie's brought to the, the, the club. Um, how do you get in behind wingers? First thought is behind, in behind, behind, behind striker, in behind. And if there's if there's gaps appear, we'll play in between you. So Kyogo is uh, and he's he's a first line defender. No, they cannot whatever you plan on building for the back, he makes it nearly impossible. And the funny thing about it is, and, and, and strikers all in Scotland should look at I watch strikers in Scotland and kind of closing down. And it's really five eighths to three quarters because that's the way they do it. But him, mm-hmm. it's 100%. Absolutely 100%. Amazing you say that because see if you look at the goal, the, the Jota goal in the last game at Celtic Park, there's an, a camera angle from behind the goal where McGregor is thinking about coming to take the ball, deal with the ball. But Furuhashi, Kyogo makes this run, a dart, I mean, full pelt, about 40 yards to get across to shut off the one pass that McGregor had on. Yeah. And at that point, McGregor hesitates, which is... So I don't, I'm not sure there's other strikers in Scotland that make that run. It was incredible work. Do you know why they don't do it? They're not as fit as Kyogo. Mm. Other strikers think, if I, if I close down as quick as that, when the ball comes to me, I'll be tired. Yeah. And that's why we try and make players super fit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mind. He'll charge after you. But he's that fit when the ball comes back to him. He's still, he's still fit. Mm-hmm. Right, brilliant, Gordon. Well, look, here's hoping that it's the, the spectacle that we want it to be. Um, and, I, I, you know, by the time that we sit down for the second part of this, which is going to be far more Gordon Strachan-based, uh, at least we'll all know what the score was. Mm-hmm.